I am Reverend Deborah Phillips, and welcome to Discovering Spirit Within, a spiritual life center podcast dedicated to helping people discover and activate their personal relationship with the divine. I'm here today with Wade Edwards, and we are going to have another conversation that who knows where it's going to take us, but I suggested that we talk about the inner presence. Good morning, Wade. How are you? I'm doing well. It's really good to have you with me again. We have so much fun. <laughs> so it when is. I say inner presence, what, what comes up for you? You're, the topic is, is, um, is a, um, a constant exploration for me. And so I, I had some physical difficulties um, starting May of last year. And I, in our last conversation, we were talking about how I was connecting and seeing God, spirit, the presence everywhere as much as I, as much as I really could get out of the way. And that getting out of the way thing, that allowing, um, allowing, surrendering, and releasing my own judgments as to how things are supposed to go, um, I, I didn't have any options when I when I got ill and I had to go in for surgery, and so the the presence of it. Um, I had a lot of people, a lot of communities that were really giving me a lot of prayer and a lot of thought and a lot of energy. And in our book study that we just got through doing, um, Butterfield, he, he kind of talked about this. He said that, that the praying for somebody is a, is a nice thing, but what it is, it's allowing that person to really express the energy of it and to and to kind of be enveloped by it not like like someone's putting a hand on my head and saying heal you're now healed stand and you know <laughs> running off you know it, it's it it was it's more like getting going deeper and getting to to the essence, getting to more of the, the, that quiet place. And, you know, I went through some horrendous things and that connecting to the presence, that allowing whatever was going on with my body and whatever I was going through, that ability to allow and to let it express was really crucial in my recovery. Now, yeah, you had a lot of practice with this, though, because you've been on a spiritual path for many, many years, and you've, you know, done uh, the way of mastery. Uh -huh. uh, for people who are new to this idea of the inner presence and touching into it, I mean, I was teasing you before we came on that you got through the illness because you were so prayed up, which is a term that we use, and that you know, when we tell people or when we say meditation or getting quiet every day is good for you, we don't tell people to do that so that they'll be good spiritual people. 
Right. We right. say that because it it builds our inner strength, our right. and 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 connects us with that inner presence. Um, but how would you how would you talk about that this to someone who is brand new to it? So here's the fun thing is I consider my path for me, I've been a seeker for the bulk of my lifetime. I mean, I've, I've been looking for something out there for uh, 50 years, 60 years. I mean, it's been, I've been in this quest to find something i did i've i've searched buddhism and and ekinkar and mormons and catholic and uh unity unitarian um landmark imago i mean uh, native american since i'm i'm part native american and to tell you the truth it it isn't it's not that thing out there it is it is who we are and for me i'll just say it for me um up until about the last five to six years i was failing miserably at this you know i mean it was you know whatever this is i was just i i was judging myself against people around me i was seeing other people having these amazing experiences and going, man, I must have really messed up because I'm, I'm not having any of those, right? And then when I, when I, I got to the way of mastery and it was, it was kind of like a coming home. And for each person, it's going to be different. It could be sitting out in nature. It could be sitting on their back porch. It could be going for a drive somewhere. You know, it, it, everybody has their own path and connects to this presence in their own way. What I would like to say to people who are just maybe, you know, like you've, you said this real interesting um, adage, you know, dipping your toe in it, you know, like kind of, kind of like dipping your toe in, into this thing called spirituality. Really, you you're perfect just the way you are. And when I say that, people, I can hear people saying, are you crazy? You know, it's like, I am, you know, I don't have money. I don't have, a, you know, this, I don't, I can't get that. I'm, you know, and really, if you, if you release and let go of judgments about yourself and about where things are and allow that presence and this was a hard thing for me, is to let that presence move through you, then life gets a lot easier. You know, uh, Maria Nemeth, when I was doing her coaching academy, one of her great, you know, sayings was, how would it be if life got easier? You know, and I say that to people and, and people go, well, yeah, well, it'd be great, you know, but how do I get there? And for people, you know, just starting out or just hearing us talking, you know, we both have had a lot of experiences around, quote, the spiritual path or spiritual teachings and learning. And 
you really have everything you need. It's really relaxing and allowing it to be expressed, I guess would be a way for me to say it. And now, for one me, of the, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. things that, that helped me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over no, you. No, go ahead. Uh, one of the things that helped me at some point and you know, as we're both saying, it's always a process. So ladies and gentlemen out there, you know, it is a process. So take a breath and uh, keep putting that foot on the path. But one of the things, like, as I said, that helped me so much was at some point in some meditation somewhere, I heard the words, that's part of you inside that has never been touched by the outside world. And when, when, even though I have always had a really tremendously open relationship with spirit, there was still all of that judging and comparing and, you know, I've got to be a spiritual person and I've got to follow this and I've got to meditate and I've got to do all these things in the outer. And when I just started looking inside to that one little grain of sand or whatever that is untouched by this world that has not been you know, it's not cynical, it hasn't been hurt, it's, it's, it's just there. That really helped me start to find that inner place. And then the more I worked with that, the bigger that place got. Mm-hmm. And right. so that, that, that gave me something to work with because I realized that, especially with new people, we, well, as humans, we need to be able to visualize something, bring it out of our heads, look at it, and then bring it back in. Mm-hmm. I um, I guess I you could say that I'm I'm kind of a lifetime learner. I'm always I'm always interested. You know, I'm always curious. It, you know, when we're around really young young children, two, three, four, five, you know, they have this desire of like why. You know, like what what makes it why is it this way or, or what is this and so for most of my life i was always trying to create this thing out here and ultimately the path and the journey is inward it's it's not this out here it it manifests itself out here but really for me and you know i'm everybody's path is unique and there's nobody that's that's exactly the same as everybody anybody else that once once i kind of calmed down and for me it was kind of like the wizard of oz you know where where they the you know they kind of dropped the house on the witch you know it's like (laughs) you know i'd i'd been i love it i'd been i'd been pushing so hard that the universe was giving these nudges you know like a tap on the shoulder and whispering in my ear and then gentle pushes and then a two by four and then a truck and then for me it took absolutely having everything wiped away and i really got present to the fact that wow, you know, I'm, I'm really not this stuff. I am, I am more than just the sum of my toys or acquisitions or the house or the clothes or the car or my yearly income or the position or 
I'm, I am more than that. And that took, that really took the universe being really patient with me because I was really stubborn about how I thought things were supposed to go. Well, and I, I think most of us are. And of course, we're taught as children that, you know, I mean, we forget who we are when we get here. And then we get all of the, uh, what, uh, 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 the four of their agreements calls our domestication where, I mean, we're taught how to be in this world. Right. And we're taught from someone else's perspective. Correct. So it takes, it takes, I think, uh, maybe this, this thought just occurred to me, but maybe the spiritual quest is not so much finding God as finding our own path and finding out who we really are and what our own perspective is. You know, letting letting the parents' perspective go, letting the teacher's perspective go, letting your you know your dog's perspective go, right. and finding your own right. inner inner peace, inner perspective, and essentially figuring out who you are. You know, and and I think it was um, Emerson or or one of them. I saw this really great quote. Um, it was about the don't try to judge yourself against somebody else. The only real rule that you should be looking at is looking at who you have become and how far you have come from where you were. It, it, it has nothing to do with, with <clears throat> you know, the Bill Gates and, the, you know, the, the movie stars and, the, you know, it has to do with from how you have grown and expanded and and become, uh, lack of a better term, more aware. And for me, that becoming aware of the presence around me all the time, that took something. But it, I look back on my life from this perspective, and it's always been there. I mean, it has always been there. And so, uh, you know, it's like, you know, the fish swimming upstream, you know, we're always taught to really persevere and to keep fighting and to get, you know, my mother told me, you know, life's going to knock you down. The important thing is just to get up, dust yourself off and keep moving forward. Well, you know, you wind up with a lot of lumps on your head and, you know, a lot of, you know, scars and stuff. And at some point, the struggle you sur I surrendered, just speaking for myself. I just surrendered. It's like, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the struggle. I'm tired of, of, of the having to do. And Landmark has an interesting saying, uh, and it comes from, from Zig Ziglar or somebody like that. It's like, you have to be before you do before you have and what it is is in our society it's backwards you got to have before you do so you can be and of course you never get to being because you're so busy busy doing and having exactly exactly and yeah. and so that's kind of like the 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 rat on the wheel you know or the, the mouse on the wheels you know, it's, it's constantly running in the same place. And it really is about, you know, 
getting off of that wheel and getting comfortable. I took a course in Landmark called um, Partnership. And it was about uh, it was about exploration. It was about exploring new realms, not out in the world, but inside yourself. And in that in that course, I had gone through a really traumatic thing in my life. My partner at the time, we lost twins. And I was devastated. I was just, just racked. And in one in, in one of the, the weekend courses, one of the weekend get-togethers, I got presence to this space inside of me that I was never aware of before. And it was enormous. I mean, it was vast. And and it's all it had always been there. I just hadn't allowed myself to be present to it. And you know, in scripture that says, you know, the father's house has many mansions, right? I mean, Jesus, you know, has said that, and he said, I would not have said it if it's not true. And so those many mansions, those many beautiful things are all just sitting there waiting for us. And for me, I'm I'm just now breaking into the to allowing. You know, I, with this surgery and the illness and stuff like this, I, you know, I'm, I'm before I could just power my way through stuff, you know, so physically strong and, and I just wouldn't quit until. Like, it, like, like a good American, by like golly. Good, I, would just, I would just keep pounding and pounding until it gave, until it surrendered. Right. <clears throat> and, but it, it wasn't what I wanted. That, that that was this that was a crazy thing, right? I mean, that I wanted the peace, I wanted that serenity, and this sounds kind of interesting, but you know, I'm six two, you know, two twenty, two twenty five. I'm stronger than most anybody I know, and the thing that I want the most is to feel safe. Yeah, and I think we all do. I mean, when it all comes back to the beginning is that the very first thing is we need to feel safe emotionally, yeah. physically, mentally. Yeah. You know, and then I wanted to come back to that idea of becoming aware of that, that place within you. I, yeah. my experience over the many years I've been doing this is that so many people might stick their toe into this, but yeah. then they become afraid to really look inside because they're so terrified that there's going to find out that there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. Or they're so terrified they're going to find out that they're a really bad person in the side. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is that if you can walk through that fear, not force your way because forcing doesn't do anything, but allow that fear and just sit down with yourself and get quiet and, 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 and just try to feel that one place that's in you that's never been touched, that inner, inner place, um, you'll start to find out that there is more, you know, and we're both um, a little bit older and we've both been on the path for at least what, 50 years. Um, and so I think we're, we're, we're living proof that this doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> no. And, and the thing is, is that it's not something that you, one of the things about the way of mastery, which is really great. And there's one of the main premises that Joshua has 
channeled through this gentleman um, is something that I had a hard time wrapping my head around is that you need do nothing. You need do nothing. And I'm, I'm going, what? You mean I just sit on the freaking couch and I don't have to, you know, and I, I wind up being a blimp. I mean, come on, you know. And that's not what that means. It's, it is that forcing, that having to do, do, do. Our, our father, our creator, our provider for me, you know, it wants to give you your heart's desire. It wants to give you everything that you have always wanted. Are you, are you really able to receive it? You know, are you really able to, to allow yourself to really receive it? I couldn't. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still having issues with that right now, even after a miraculous uh uh, 2020. I mean, I, I look at all the miraculous things that, that has happened last year. And, and it's like, I, I still have a really, I still kind of scratch my head. Yeah, I mean, we have, uh, I think most, most humans on this planet, well, at least the ones that I work with, and the ones I know, and Americans, because that's oh, who I know. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, we have a we have a deserveability issue, and um, I, I did an experiment one night in a Wednesday night program. I did it. We called this little mini class, mm-hmm. and at one point in this, I don't remember what the topic was, but I asked people to break down break down into into twos, and into pairs, and then to say something nice to the other person. It's like, what I, I see you as a blah, blah, blah. And then after they all just say something really, really, really nice. And so we did that. And then I said, so how did that feel to you? Because it makes, I knew it was going to make people feel uncomfortable. Right. And some people were able to receive it. Some people said it felt, made them felt feel really weird. But the most telling was, was the woman said, you know, I could hear it, but then I thought, yeah, but if you really knew me. Right. That's it. That That's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. She said she would have, she would have bought it if the person knew her better. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that she was so honest about it, you yeah. know, because um, that, that was a, an eye yeah. opener for me because I hadn't really thought about, it. but yeah, I mean, and I do it too. Oh, right. I mean. We, we have these images of, we have these images of these perfect people. And we're here for me and from everything I've been able to, to study and to, to discern from this, is that we're here to experience this life. We're here to just experience this thing called living. And, you know, we're here to, for me, we're here to kind of work on things. We're here to kind of clean things up. We're here to, to, to move along our path. And, you know, we're not, uh, the way that I look at it is that we're, we're kind of here to be our, and I never thought I'd say this, that we're here to be our brother's keeper. We're, we're here to really help you know, to, to kind of protect and, and, and shore up people in some of their roughest moments. Because 
for me, my community, um, you and you've, you were part of that, that when I was going through my darkest times uh, this last year, I could feel, I could feel people. I could feel the presence of people's love and attention and, and well-wishing and, and prayers for my, for, for me. And, <clears throat> you know, it, when I was in my, you know, earlier, you know, younger years, I, I would have rejected, I would have absolutely pushed that away because I had to do it myself. I, I, I just had to do it all by myself. And we're not by ourselves. We're never by ourselves here. Well, we're not by ourselves. And the other part is that when we talk about being our brother's keeper, we're not being all codependent. No. I've got a little bit of a cough going here, so excuse me. We're not, we're, and, and fixing them, we're there for them. And sometimes, you know, all you can do is sit with somebody in the dark but you're there mm -hmm. and you're yeah. present and you, they know that they're right. not alone. And yes, mm -hmm. you can, and, and you can pray for them or you can do, you know, all, all of these other things. But I remember many years ago when I was younger and someone, you know, I mean, ministers get, we get a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff, wonderful, wonderful stuff projected on us. And she said, Deborah, you know, this stuff, why are we here? It's like, okay, I really know oh. that. But what yeah, came out yeah, of my want, mouth? Yeah, I want to hear that one, Deborah. You want to tell you want to Well, you know, that. and I was probably in my forties when this happened, but but what came out of my mouth is I think I, I said it's all about how we treat each other. That's it. And I was amazed that that came out of my mouth because I had no idea what I was going to say. Um, you know, I didn't put on my little god hat and go sit on a cloud and you know, Deborah, you just you just put your finger right on it is that there's been times where I've been working with somebody and I, the best way that I can work with somebody is I let, I, I put myself aside and I let my mind totally open and go blank and allow spirit, Holy Spirit, uh, the hand of God, uh, angels, whatever you want to, however you want to term it. And I'll get through saying something and, and they'll say, God, that was great. Can you say that again? And I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at them dumbfounded, like, what did I say? You know, it's like, I, I don't even know what I said. And that's the thing about allowing it to flow through you. It's, you know, I, I think I shared this the last time is that I had an interaction with a person who was who was a, a Trump supporter and it was back when he was running for office and, and he was just angry. He was, his veins were popping out of his neck and he was just, he wanted to fight, you know, and he comes up and he's just roaring in my face. And it, I, I'm just kind of flabbergasted a little bit. You know, I'm sitting here trying to help somebody and this guy comes up and he's kind of accosting me a little bit. And I, I didn't know what to say. And I let my mind go blank. And my friend was standing behind him and, and he goes, so what are you going to say? And I go, and, and I was, I, I, my mind went blank. And I looked at him right, right square in the face. And I said, by the grace of God, go I. And I don't know where 
those words came from. I didn't have that thought. I had no idea those words were going to come out of my mouth. And as soon as those words came out of my mouth, he almost choked. He, he was about ready to say something else. And he couldn't fight with that. He couldn't engage with anger with that. It was like, it was a truth for me. It was, it was no judgment on him. It was not, there was nothing about his choices or anything that was going on in the political thing. It was, I was just expressing my gratitude for the grace that allows me to keep moving. And he got it. I mean, it, it hit him. Well, it's like we carried the the spiritual two by fours for other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I mean, look back on it, and it's like he 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 kind of walked away like I had I had hit him with a with something, you know. And from that point on, every time I saw him after that, it was cordial. It was nice. There wasn't any hostility. There wasn't. It was like I wasn't judging him. I you know, it's like. I was a neutral, I was this neutral energy that, that just accepted whatever he was saying. I wasn't, I didn't was, I wasn't beating his drum, but it was like, I was expressing a truth for me that, that really is the essence of who I believe we are. And that is, we're out, we're the outforming of, of the divine. We're the outforming of God. And that, that, that inner presence was speaking through you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, these 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 times when the brain stops, the brain stops mm -hmm. and something else comes out of your mouth to me are some of the, the coolest experiences. Yes. I get to experience that on my Thursday morning uh, discussion group a lot because they'll be talking and talking and then someone will pop up with some off the wall question and then they just look at me to see what's going to come out. And a lot of times I'll sit there and I'll be talking and I'll, and I'll be listening to it going, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? And then, of course, I can't remember what it was by the time I'm done. That's, you know, and I've heard, <laughs> I've heard uh, Faith Moran say that. I've heard Michael say that. I've heard James say that. I've heard Jim Lee say that. I mean, there comes a point where we, we kind of, pull ourselves aside or, or we go quiet and we really allow that presence to, to, to flow through us, to use us to, you know, and, and we, and, you know, that one thing I did with that one, one guy, it was like, I hadn't said that phrase, I think in three decades, four decades, maybe more. And it's like, where did that come from? You know, and that's that, that's that coming from, I don't know, coming from allowing. And that's tough in our programmed kind of society. Mm -hmm. Not knowing is not, not a good thing. You know, we have to know, we have to be right. We're, we got to be on top of the game. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who's, who's a therapist and she goes, Oh, she says, that won't work for me. You know, people come to me to, for me to tell them what to do. And it's like, but, you know, I, I was trying to explain that it's not, it's not the fact that you're coming from, I'm, I, I don't know nothing. It is coming from the fact of, I don't, 
in this situation, I, I allow spirit to move through me. And I don't know what it, it wants, it, what this person needs. It's like, I'm, I've, I'm really clear when I was younger, I was a white knight. I would ride into the de dragon's den and I would rescue damsels in distress and people who were distraught. And I mean, I, even if they didn't want help, I would still help them, right? I mean, I was one of those crazy guys. And they didn't need my help. All they wanted was my presence. Just like with you, you, you can sit with somebody. You can just sit with them and not say anything. And their own answers will, will, will come to them and they'll go, God, you're great. You were awesome. You know, it's like, well, how did you do that? You know, and it is just holding that, that energy, you know, that, and people use space a lot. And sometimes I find that kind of people don't understand that term, but kind of holding the person in this loving, supportive energy without judging or telling them how to fix their lives. I don't know how to fix their lives. I can give them tools. I can point them in a general direction if they want, but it's like, I can't make anybody do anything. And yeah, and, and, you know, it's for me, it's just, it's just being present for the person. I remember one day I came out of the Sunday service and I went through, we have, we have a room in this, this church, we call it the annex, a little room. And then you go down a hall uh, by the bathrooms and there was a woman sitting on the floor outside the bathrooms sobbing. Mm -hmm. And everybody was, honestly, people were walking, walking by, her. Right by her. Yeah. And I stopped and I, you know, helped her up and took her to my office. And I believe she had had a death in the family. Mm -hmm. um, and we just went into her office. I did not, I had never met her before. I wasn't familiar with her as a, a congregant. And we just, she sat there and she cried and then she talked and I listened. And she just had a place to be safe. Uh -huh. And we spent some time and, um, you know, I told her that if she felt like she needed to talk about it more at some point, she could certainly come, you know, find me. And, um, but we did, we just spent the time Yeah. and I just, I just did nothing to fix it. I just right. was there for her, handed her Kleenex, right. listened. Right. And she went, she told me she felt better. She went away and I, I never talked to her again because right. In that moment, she got what she needed. Yes. And I have to say that, you know, when when people come back to me with, oh, this is absolutely wonderful and blah, blah. And then I'll say, well, it's what I do. And they say, no, you need to take credit for it. And so my joke, my thing is now is I honestly do not know exactly what it is I do, but I am apparently very good at it. And I think that's with you, too, is that you're just you're really good at it, but you're not aware of what you're doing. You just know that you're allowing, allowing this inner presence to speak through you. Yeah. And, you know, we, I believe, you know, like we connected early on, you know, like when you, when you were first getting up, you know, doing your, the meditations and the, you know, I really connected with your energy and five years with, ago. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, with who you are. And, you know, there was a few times where I just kind of walk up and, and you would be, fussing with your clothes or you'd be worried about, you know, and it, it's like, 
you look you look great just relax you know just you look great you know and and uh, and you kind of take a couple of breaths and you kind of relax and i could feel you kind of get recentered a little bit more and you know you, you have everything that you need and and then you that you know like the times so you know, you see my little smiling face out there you know when we have you know it's like that, that's that's what I would do with all the the people that that I've you know been in their services and things. Is that I just appreciate the heck out of them, you know, and and just send them love and just just send them hugs, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I I worked with Richard Burge a lot when he was here at, at SLC, and and that man was probably one of the most amazingly talented musicians I think I've ever been around. And we all have our we all have our interesting areas that are things that we that we're working with or things we're working on. And he <laughs> he had his own. And and it was just great to see someone who I thought was I put him up on a pedestal, right? And here's a guy who is just as human and just as flawed and just as just as down down working on stuff just like everybody else you know and so it it, it was really nice it was really nice to, to get to know Richard that way because um, then he can just be who he is instead of this this thing right this 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 being this identity this whatever people heap on him you know when he can just be who he is he can relax and have fun and you know i have to tell you that being up on a pedestal the air is very thin up there it's very hard to breathe and i'm sure you've been there too you know and 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 so it's i just think it's important for us to let's just circle back around is that that inner presence well, I mean, the thing is, is that if you are in a position where people are projecting all of this wonderful stuff on you, I mean, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be appreciated. It's yeah. wonderful to to know that what you're doing helps people. All of that is wonderful. But we have to maintain our own uh, balance, yes. our own our own groundedness, and it brings us back to that inner presence that that is the same in every single one of us. There's no difference. That inner presence is the inner presence and it hasn't been touched or I think one of the meditations I heard sullied by this world, which was like, Oh, come on. Um, but that, that place that you can go to and it might seem like a little tiny spot, but the more you work with it, the more you connect with it, the more you, I don't know, it's sort of like, um, maybe making bread is that the more you let it, you, you, you let it rest. Yeah. It, 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 it grows and you become more attuned to it. Yeah. And then that allowing, I mean, and the allowing is really hard because we're, you know, and and there's uh, trust is a whole other podcast, I think, (laughs) but, um, the trusting that and and yes. trusting that you know I'm going off the path I'm not doing what my parents told me I'm not doing what the world says I'm supposed to do and somebody even asked me yesterday she said how do you break away from the masses and it's like you don't break away but that that being in the world and not of it yeah. has a, a, you know there's a message there yeah. it's like I can go to a restaurant I can eat but I don't have to be 
you know, part of that restaurant. I just go in there, take what I need and, 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 and leave. And, um, well, in, in the way of mastery, there's a lot of really great stuff and, and Joshua's, uh, uh, channels through, uh, John Mark, you know, John Mark's a, is a human being who's flawed like everybody else, but most channels, um, you know, uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, uh, some of the some of the other biblical ones, you know, like in the early, you know, in the in the uh, New Testament, there are several um, prophets who who the the Pharisees would go talk to because they knew that they spoke with God, you know, mm-hmm. and they they weren't part of the church, but they knew they they spoke with God, you know, and the thing is, is that we for me is is. Uh, I had my own experiences around that. And really, to tell you the truth, I walk outside of my house and I go to get in my in my vehicle and I look up and I see a redwood tree or I I see a beautiful blue sky or I I see little hummingbirds off of my feeders in the back of my of my house. And it's like, you know, that's that's the presence. That's it in action. That's, you know, Mother Nature our planet, us, our bodies, us interacting with other people. And the thing that that really helped me was taking on the premise of just being kind. The base premise is just be kind to each other because this world's gonna push and pull you and try and form you into something that you're not. And really walking away from the masses, I've done that multiple times. And to tell you the truth, it's freeing, but it's it's lonely and it's a different, it's not the normal. So it's like, you know, we all get these, these, these insights and these, these nudges, you know, and that's what I was saying is that, you know, for me, for me to really start waking up, they had to drop the house on me. You know, I mean, it was really that kind of thing, you know, because I was not listening. I was really not listening. So, but I, I love talking with you, Deborah. And it's it's it, it it's not so much the words we speak, but it's the energy that's exchanged. And it were one or the other of us aren't isn't being an energy vacuum. We're not trying to draw the person's you know energy out. It's this it's this appreciation. It is this acknowledgement that, you know, we're both, we're both children of God having this human experience. And for whatever reason, we've been brought together at this point in time. And I, and I cherish it. And so thank you. Well, and thank you. And I, I cherish it for the same reason. It's like, um, there's a spiritual connection there that was, was instant when we first ran into each other. And it's, um, it it provides for a really wonderful conversation. Every guest I invite on here, I say, they talk about, okay, what's the interview? It's not an interview. I don't have any cards in front of me. I haven't done a lick of, of, of research. I've asked you, you know, what do you want for your bio? I'm not, this is a conversation. Right. 
And that's what we, I think we need more than anything. But these conversations, again, bring us to that, that inner place, that, that inner presence. And so I so appreciate your taking the time to be with me today. And we're going to have to do this a little bit more often, Wade, I think. I'm, I'm really open. And I would love to, you know, that, that trust, that trusting and allowance and allowing Mm -hmm. I think when I started the way of mastery seven years ago and now, um, one of the toughest things was for me was judgment was a tough one and the allowing because I was so impatient. And there were several times where I would try, when I was not really thinking about it, the allowing thing just went really natural and things just flowed like, like crazy. And then there was this little voice in my head going, no, you can push, you know, you can, you, you can push a little bit harder and, and you can, you know, you can. And for me, this is something that works for me is that every time I tried to push something, it went sideways, not just sideways. I mean, it went sideways and crashed. And so if we if we can get around to that other one, uh, the story I have to tell about that is so crazy that um, and, and what it did is that it needed that kind of thing for me to see it in action, to actually see it manifest. So you know, I couldn't I couldn't explain why it finally worked the way it did. I I couldn't, <laughs> and and it's like okay, fine. I you know, I was like I was looking around like this. Okay, fine. I give up. You know, it's like. So, yeah. Okay, so I think we've we've gotten into one of those hallway conversations where we're saying goodbye three different times. (laughs) (laughs) So, Wade, thank you for being with me today, and we will do a, a podcast on trust and allowing in the very near future. Thank you for listening today. Discover Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center Sacramento. If you feel inspired and want to show your appreciation and support, please go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the sons and daughters of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.